Hi, I'm Scott Ferrati, and I'm an assistant principal at Maumee High School, the biggest small school in Northwest Ohio. I've been in public education for 20 years as a teacher and an administrator, and I've seen my fair share of issues and initiatives in public education, but I've never seen the challenges to public education that the COVID-19 outbreak has posed. In this episode, I talk with Nate. Nate is a senior at Maumee High School, and his senior year has been interrupted as a result of the COVID-19 outbreak. Shortly before we recorded this episode, Governor Mike DeWine announced schools will not reopen this year and the school year will finish virtually. Listen as Nate talks about the struggles and complications of virtual learning and the lack of interaction with friends as a result of the disruption to his senior year. Um, Nate, I just want to thank you for agreeing to do this. Uh, why don't we start with telling the, the audience, the listeners, a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm Nathan. I'm a senior at Maumee High School. Um, I'm going to be going to Bowling Green State University for music education and maybe a minor in either math or science, so I can maybe get a dual education license, something along those lines. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to survive right now. <laughs> yeah. And that seems like uh, par for the course for everybody. Um, so with that, with that frame of mind or that, that comment in mind, what are you doing uh, day in and day out to try to keep yourself, you know, obviously you have schoolwork, but like what are you doing to kind of keep yourself occupied? Um, I just try to find like times in between schoolwork, like if I have three zooms in a day try to find like a 15 minute gap that i can watch a video to relax go outside for five minutes get some fresh air just do something that's different than okay now just do school work day in day out 12 hours a day or any of that because all my stuff is ccp or ap so i'm constantly having something thrown at me whether it's midnight or four in the morning okay um, have, uh, and we'll talk more a little bit about like the school, the distance learning experience, um, in, in the second segment, um, anything and uh, talk about hobbies, like what, hob- I know you're, you're a musician, you like to play instruments, um, you participate in our band, but like without having that connection to school, how are you maintaining that hobby? Um, practice i mean i'm literally going to school for it 90 percent of my classes are going to be music based so i kind of have to keep up on my practicing mm-hmm. but i've been exploring different types of music both vocal instrumental anything that i can try to like make into an instrumental if i can okay. just constantly keep myself in the frame of mind of well what are other people doing with music that maybe i want to try so i'm thinking maybe i might record something where it's me playing four different parts and mash them together so it makes one full thing or i don't know just trying to do something that keeps myself involved in music rather than burn myself out doing the same thing with music yeah have you tried any new instruments or had the opportunity to try any new instruments i haven't had the opportunity to try any new instruments but i have been looking up a lot of vocal coach lessons and trying to get my singing there because if you can sing really well you can typically play an instrument very well because it's just hand in hand with it Okay. Um, let's sticking with music. What music are you really into listening to right now? This is going to sound really cheesy and corny, but for whatever reason, I've fallen into a loop of listening to like acapella groups and barbershop. And then I think the next one I might move on to is probably 
rap music. I don't know. It's like, it's constantly changing either every day or every week, or it's just something new. It's just what I feel like listening to that or what effect I want to give myself. Like if I want to be productive, I'll listen to maybe rap or pop or something like that. I'm just trying to get into a frame of mind of just relaxing. I'll listen to acapella or barbershop. It's just always something different. Something always, I kind of listen to almost everything. Okay. Well, Hey, I'll give you a hot tip. So I just got turned on to John Prine and, um, and Tyler Childers. They're more like folk or bluegrass, but they're really oh, good. And I love, I like that genre of music. So I've been listening to a lot of that the last couple of days. Um, and just kind of like, like you said, exploring my, my musical tastes. <laughs> well, what's interesting is I found an acapella group that does mostly country songs, really? which is very interesting. Okay. So, I've been experimenting and finding a ton of different people that do different things. So it's not like I'm listening to, oh, the old timey barbershop. I'm listening to people who are taking stuff that came out maybe three, four years ago and turning it into an acapella song or a barbershop or something like that, which I find interesting of taking like very new stuff and throwing it into an older time or a different style. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I think musically, that's like one of the things I appreciate most is when I hear somebody do a song in a, in a totally different genre than what it's typically uh, been recorded in. Uh, I, I every time I hear that, I or I hear somebody do that, I'm I always I think it's pretty cool when they can do that. Um, awesome. What uh, any Netflix shows that you're listening to now? I don't really watch Netflix that often. I mean, I I watch Tiger King because that's the big thing, right? <laughs> All right. Everybody watch it. I, mean, I watched it too. And um, I don't know. I've been trying to like keep in touch with people and friends and stuff like that. So some nights we'll call each other, mostly my girlfriend, which we're watching through the entirety of Office each night. So it's like, okay, call each other, turn on the show and just sit back and just watch the show for an hour or two or just something to keep myself connected with other people so I don't drive myself crazy. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. I think that's important to try to keep in contact with people. Uh, let me ask you, how far are you? What season are you in right now? I think... I think as of right now, we are in season four, episode five or six, somewhere around there. Okay, I stalled out in, in season six. I need to pick it up and uh, and finish because I think there's nine seasons. I think um, the episode we watched was when Michael declared bankruptcy or something like that. <laughs> it was a, it's a very interesting episode. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, all right, really quick. Carol Baskin, did she kill her husband and feed him to tigers? What's your opinion? <laughs> I think she killed her husband, but I watched a video on how long it would take for the animals that she had on her property to actually do that stuff. It's physically impossible unless she had extra animals that they never reported. But I feel like she probably did have something to do with his disappearance. Because, I mean, why would you write in the will in case of my disappearance? Like, that just doesn't make sense. Good point. All right. I like that you did a little bit of research. That went on not the tiger thing. I think that's just Joe being like, "Oh, what can I do that's going to cause the most drama?" <laughs> he found it. Do you think he tried to have her killed? I mean, the evidence is there for it. I mean, he's <laughs> caught on video saying it, and the, I mean, I don't trust Jeff Lowe or Alan on that at all. Like, yeah, they just staged that whole thing. If two people are saying the same thing, the cops are going to be like, 
Well, I mean, it, it seems pl- plausible. I mean, yeah, totally. I, I, I don't trust those guys either. It all, they all seem like a bunch of shady characters. Well, they say it in the show the entire time. Whenever any big cat person is extremely shady. I mean, you have somebody who likes people calling him Lord and he has like 19 different wives. I'm just saying. <laughs> So, uh, I think I know the answer to this already, but what do you miss most about being in school physically? Physically, I genuinely miss walking the halls because I was close to a lot of my teachers. I still am. Like, I've emailed a couple of them, like Mr. Dreyfus and Ms. Drage, because I needed letters of recommendations. And they dropped everything that I had, it seemed, and wrote them. And I had them within the hour and sometimes 30 minutes because they just got right to working on them. And it was really nice. And... I genuinely miss the teachers and everything like that. And I miss just hanging out with friends. Like I love going to school because mm-hmm. it's a time I get to like be away from home yeah. and just genuinely just talk to my friends, get work done. Cause I feel like when I'm not at school, I'm a major procrastinator. Like I procrastinate. <laughs> There's no getting around. It. I'm a major procrastinator and school is just kind of like thing of like, Oh, I'm already here. I might as well work on it. Yeah. I think that's normal. I, 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 there's days if I don't plan to get up to do something in the morning, I'll, I'll sleep in and I'll stay up later the next night or, you know, yeah, I get that. What, um, is there anything that you like about this remote learning experience more than the traditional experience? I mean, there's less work, but then again, like the workload never bothered me that much. And I just feel it's a lot more difficult. Like I just, I don't, like working from home like if i'm writing i'm writing a college paper and yes they reduced it from 10 to 6 between 6 and 8 pages Mm -hmm. but that doesn't help because i'm still not there with the teacher and i can't just walk up and be like hey so i'm working on this paragraph it's just not working what can i do or with calculus i can't like walk in early in the morning be like and get that individual one-on-one help sometimes which is a little bit more difficult and I mean, the AP tests have drastically reduced what they're doing. Like, it's two questions for each test I'm taking. Yeah, really? I mean, o- I only two? two? I didn't realize they. I didn't realize they cut it back that much. Yeah, uh, for physics and calculus, sure, the two tests I'm taking, there's two questions for each test. One is weighted worth sixty percent, and one is weighted worth forty percent. Okay. So, the entire test is two questions, and I have forty-five minutes in total. I think fifteen for the first one and 20 for the other one okay. and then i have five minutes of upload time per each question okay um so what i think you sort of touched on this a little bit already what have you learned about yourself in this five week experience so far i've learned i as much as i hate it because i love being a warning person and i train myself to be a warning person I love to sleep in and stay up late. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> and it just, I don't know what it is. It's just like with school, I'm like, okay, it's 30, probably should get to bed. Now it's like, okay, I have a Zoom at 8 in the morning. Okay, I can stay up till 1. Like, yeah. just a big change. Um, and I've learned that I like to stay in my room more than I probably should. <laughs> I stay in my room, and then if it gets messy, I just clean it up real quick. And it's just like, okay, now I can live in here again. Yeah. It's like, it's just a weird, like, it's a weird concept of like, I'm a very social person, but at home, I like being by myself. Yeah, you know, I I totally, I get that. I totally get that. At work, I'm 
constantly interacting with people and, and constant conversations. And when I get home, it's like, whether it's not really a conscious thing, but it's just like, I, sh I almost go into like a shutdown mode where, um, I just kind of want to be in my own head for a little bit. And, um, this, this whole experience of being kind of forced to stay at home has really, it, it has created a different dynamic and, uh, it's kind of forces you to live a, a lot differently than the way you're used to. So, yeah. okay. All right. Well, let's have a little fun here. Um, do a little, we'll do a little, uh, lightning round here really quick. Um, so I'm just going to ask you a couple of questions. Just give me your, the first answer that comes to, to, to mind or, and be honest. And, uh, and, and I won't ask you any questions that are incriminating. So just so you know, <laughs> all right. Uh, number one, do you prefer texting or talking? Um, I like texting a little bit more, but I can be on a call for a couple hours and be fine. Okay. What's your favorite day of the week? Oh God. Um, usually it was Wednesday because it's the middle of the week. You're almost done. And I usually didn't have to work that night. <laughs> favorite city in the U S. Um, don't have one really. I mean, I liked Washington DC. I lived in Cheyenne, Wyoming. I don't really have a favorite. I've kind of been everywhere. Okay. Um, what is the last song you listened to? Last song I listened to, uh, it's by Voice Play, and it's a mashup of uh, No Diggity and um, Shape of You. It's an acapella. All right. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Favorite holiday? My birthday, because it's July 4th. Oh, Nice. And you know what? Okay, it's not about me, but July 4th is probably my favorite holiday. Um, how long does it take you to get ready? Um, if I'm late to work, about two minutes. If I'm running on time, about five. Okay. On a scale of one to ten, one being worst and ten being the best, how good of a driver are you? I'd say about eight, only because my car is 160 7,000 miles, so I have to take good care of it and drive safe, or it's going to blow up on the side of the road. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, how good of a driver would your parents say you are? About a 6. <laughs> All right, better, better than usual, but not the best. All right. Fill in the blank, or finish this sentence. Taylor Swift is? An icon. I was not expecting you to say that. Okay. Um... At what age would you like to retire? Well, being a teacher, seeing as that age thing gets drawn out longer and longer, I could see myself probably being 70 by the time I actually start. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and the last question. If you had to choose a superpower w between invisibility or super strength, which one would you pick? Ooh, that's a tough one. I feel like super strength would become like a weakness because th then you can't really be delicate with anything. So I guess invisibility because that you can at least control to some extent. True, true. All right. And then just this is this is another question I'm going to throw in there just because I think it's hilarious. Is it wrong for a vegetarian to eat animal crackers? No, because it's not made of the actual animals. But I guess that's up to their own belief on like if they're harming an animal. True. Well said. Well said.
That concludes our second episode. I want to thank Nate for doing this with me. I really appreciate his openness and his willingness to share his perspective. Nate, you just got an office referral. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for future episodes. Thank you.